Here we go. Two-point try for the lead. James, the motion man. Shovel. Barkley breaks a tackle. Dives in for two. Giants take the lead. 21-20 with 106 to play in the fourth. Hello and welcome to Big Dash Knows. Big Dash Knows what? New York Giants football. Let's go. Today's episode is going to be about the draft for the New York Giants, positions of need, a lot of positions of need, and um, positional value as well. Um, For those that know me, understand that I want a center. I want a center bad, and um, I push for a center at 25, but a lot of people don't understand why. Um, and trust me, I understand positional value. And uh, when I think about it, I think about the season last year. I think about what the Giants need to succeed. Now, a lot of people, and including myself, including myself, I think that the center position is very, very high. Very, very high on the list of priorities. Um, some people don't agree. I understand that too. I'm not going to knock somebody else for their opinion. Um, but I do like to understand what people are thinking when they when they say to the to the um, idea of picking a center at 25 it's just a reach or it's not good. Now, for me also, I think there's a certain amount of players or certain players that if available at 25, you absolutely take them. And I would, in fact, take the, uh, you know, a few guys over the center position. But before I get into that, um, I just want to talk about some of these positions that everybody else wants. Now, number one on a lot of people's list is the wide receiver. And wide receiver is high on my list, too. And if a certain person is available at 25, I'm probably taking him too and that's going to be Jordan Addison I like Jordan Addison a lot because out of all of these first round uh, projected wide receivers I think that Jordan Addison has that ability to be you know in time a wide receiver one a wide receiver one and, and who knows if he's drafted by the Giants he could be the wide receiver one day one Um, don't really think so but you know it could happen but out of the guys like you know, um, Quentin Johnston, um, JSN, who is a phenomenal um, prospect as well. I just believe that Jordan Addison has that extra it factor. Um, and that's me watching him at Pittsburgh with Pickett. You know, a lot of people criticize his play in USC because the production went down. Um, but my argument for Jordan Addison in that is that, you know, he didn't have to be the man at USC like he was at Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, it was just him. Not saying it was just him, but you know what I mean when I say it's just him. He had to be the man. He went to USC, um, quarterback that can move, um, quarterback that, in a lot of people's opinion, is a better prospect than Kenny Pickett himself. You know, and Caleb Williams, you know, he was the show. He was absolutely the show. And um, the times that USC did need it to play, and they did go to Jordan Addison. He was making those plays, so I will say that. But it's almost night and day, the production 
from him being at USC and him being at, you know, Pitt. So, um, but Jordan Addison, if he's there at 25, I'm absolutely taking him. That's one of the guys that I would take over the center position. Now, I will say this, um, again, John Michael Schmitz, if we select him with other people on the board, I'm not mad at all because, again, I believe fixing this offensive line helps the entire offense, not just the quarterback, not just the running back. It 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 it, it helps everybody if you solidify this offensive line. Now, another position of need that a lot of people want to go with, including myself, is the cornerback position. Um, outside of Adoree Jackson, we do have some young talent on the team, but not quite there yet. Um, people are fans of Cordell Flott. I'm a fan of Cordell Flott. Um, I see, I see, uh, I see the upside to Cordell Flott, but I don't know exactly if Cordell Flott or when Cordell Flott is going to take that next step. Um, I think he made one of the best plays in our playoff victory against the Vikings that pass deflection. And, um, you know, a lot of people don't talk about that. Um, but Cordell Flott, you know, came along towards the end of the season and you know what kind of derailed him was that injury. He had the groin injury, sat out a few games. And I think that um, – and it, also, he's a young guy. He's a young guy. He, he, he's just 21 when we drafted him. He was 20. I believe he'll be 22 at the beginning, beginning of this season. But very, very young. Um, and you could tell in this frame that he has not actually had his, um, you know, his man body yet, if they, if they call it that, or, you know, how they call it. Man. He, he has about – you know, five to 10 pounds that he can actually put on. And I think that would help him a lot, you know, especially at this level. Um, he is a little bit light, but the cornerback position is another position of need. And just like the wide receiver position, there are about four to five corners that if they are available at 25, that I will also pick over the center. So I'm not just blindly saying, you know, the center, I want the offensive line fixed, but you know, if certain people are there, if certain people are there, you absolutely get them. Like if Deontay Banks falls, if somehow Joey Porter falls, um, Cam Smith is 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 raising up a lot of draft boards now, and you know he could be the third cornerback taken after Gonzalez and after Witherspoon or Witherspoon and Gonzalez. I wouldn't be surprised if Cam Smith went before Joey Porter or Deontay Banks. Not at all. Um, another dark horse that a lot of people like and talk about is Emmanuel Forbes. And there's no knock on Emmanuel Forbes except for his size. The man is 166 pounds. Um, at the pro day, he was 170 pounds. So he gained four pounds from the from the combine to the pro day. And who knows, maybe he gained another four pounds by the draft. I don't know. But the whole point is the man's talent is unquestionable. Pick sixes, you know what I mean? Ball skills, coverage skills. To be as light as he is, still a physical type of corner, willing to throw his body in there. Not the best tackler, but willing to throw his body in there. And at 166 pounds, I love the toughness. I love the willingness. But you have to bulk up to protect yourself, especially if since you're so willing to uh, throw your body in there to make some tackles. So, so and, and Emmanuel Forbes is, makes a, the list six. You know, you, you could see six cornerbacks go in that first round. And I wouldn't be surprised at that either. Um, and who knows what can happen? It's the NFL draft. Um, GMs are human. GMs are absolutely human. They make mistakes. We saw it. We have a history of, of GMs making mistakes. And hopefully Joe Shane 
um, can limit his mistakes, especially when it comes to the draft. Um, I like what he did this offseason with the money that he had. You know, he re-signed Daniel Jones. He was able to get uh, Saquon tagged. You know, he brought in some talent to the wide receiver room. A lot of slot guys. A lot of slot guys. That's, and, that, and that's one of the reasons why, for me, I don't think wide receiver is as big as of a need in round one. I definitely think we, we probably draft more than one wide receiver in this draft because it's just so deep. You, you got about 20 wide receivers. Um yeah, you got about 20 wide receivers that are all good quality wide receivers. You know, wide receiver threes, fours, full of those, you know, wide receiver twos and some potential wide receiver ones in the first round. And then you, there's always a dark horse where it's a guy that's picked late and then in two years he becomes a phenomenal player. And you always wonder, you know, how this guy was there in round four and nobody else saw it. But, um, yeah, but outside of the cornerbacks, the wide receivers, the centers, there are some other positions of need. And um, uh, we did a, a, um, a people's mock draft with the guys on at New York Revival. Shout out to those guys, Hefe, Spiro, Eli, great guys, great content creators. Um, they had, you know, other content creators, um, you know, people from Giants Twitter uh, join in their live, in their stream, and they went ahead and did a 10 um 10 team mock draft and it was fantastic i had a lot of fun a lot of people there big blue Ban uh nick filato from big blue Ban banter was there um you know talking giants bobby skinner was there you know um entertainer was there a lot of guys were there a lot of guys were there shout out to my man sal mace nyg mason you know my man monty from big blue beers a lot of a lot of good content creators were in the building and um i hate it um, let me just go down the list because i don't want to forget anybody um my man mellow if you know mellow from the giant spaces great dude as well and also tommy takes my man tommy takes was there and he kicked it off you know in the first round and he selected you know cj stroud for the carolina panthers so um a lot of fun a lot of fun last night um and yeah man um just just it just got me thinking about certain positions that the New York Giants also need help with. And one that's not glaring is defensive line. Now, we did pick up Nacho from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but he's a backup to what, you know, Dexter Lawrence is. He's he's, he's a backup type of guy. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we tried to find a future replacement at 25 for Leonard Williams. Um, and that was also brought to attention. Um, actually, a guy that was brought up was Brian uh, Breesey. Um, who, you know, had some issues off the field, health issues, family issues, things like that. But, um, you know, if he's there at 25, you know, that's a good get. And he, he's the type of guy that, you know, you can move on from Leonard Williams eventually because you have a guy like Brian Breesey. Uh, Another guy is Kalijah Cansey uh, from Pitts, from Pitt, uh, Pittsburgh. Bobby Skinner was, was, um, is a big fan of, of Kalijah Kansi. Um, he was talking about speaking it into existence yesterday during the, um, <laughs> the mock draft. And um, Kalijah Kansi is, is, is the type of player. Um, you can call it the Napoleon complex for the position that he plays. You know, he's not the traditional, a uh, traditional size defensive tackle, you know, six foot one, um, 280 pounds, kind of reminds you of that same stature of 
and Aaron Donald. Not saying that he is Aaron Donald, but when you look at the tape, and yes, he played for Pittsburgh like Aaron Donald, but strong, fast, plays with leverage, plays with uh, ferocity, and um, gets the job done. No matter what his size is, he he gets the job done. And um, I, I, like I said, you can call it the Napoleon co- complex. He's not a small guy, but in uh, in comparison to the position that he plays and other players, yes, he's small in comparison, but he plays with a lot of heart, and you can't coach that. So Kalaja Kansi is another guy that I look at like, yeah, that's a possibility at 25. And, and again, these are needs that are not as obvious, but absolutely needs. And, and again, the New York Giants have a lot of holes to fill. Another safety is another one. You know, possibly if Brian Branch is there at 25, do you want to take a guy like that? You know, a lot of people compare him to McKinney. They're kind of like the same player. But here's the thing. Uh, we drafted Dane Belton. But here's the thing when it comes to Brian Branch. He's so similar to Xavier McKinney. But here, but Xavier McKinney is probably going to be up for a big, well, not probably, is going to be up for a big contract. And if you can't get a deal done, who better to have than a Brian uh, Branch there? A guy that's uh, a clone, somewhat a clone. I don't want to disrespect anybody. He's his own player. But they, it's a similar skill set to Xavier McKinney. I mean, Xavier McKinney is, is probably a better um, outfielder than Brian Branch. Brian Branch can play in the box, um, but also has the ability to get deep. Pause. Um, but again, that's another position that wouldn't be a surprise to me. And then also edge. Um, and everybody's like, yeah, you know, Aziz Ojolari, Kayvon Thibodeau. Aziz scared me last year. His inability to stay healthy throughout the season scares me. And I know it's only one year, and you know he'll have another year to, to go back out there and prove himself. And then in the games that he that he did play, he was highly effective. He was very effective in those games. But your best ability is your availability, and it just wasn't good enough last year. Um, so you know that scares me a little bit. So if a guy like you know. Um, Nolan Smith falls and he's available at 25. Do you go there and get him? You know, that's something else that you take a look at. You know, one of these other um, edge rushers, you know, a lot of somebody's going to fall. Somebody's absolutely going to fall. Two people might fall. It happens every year. And all this depends on that value at 25 and the need that the New York Giants have. And like I said, there's holes all over the place. So I'm not really surprised with anything. But I always say that to say this, the New York Giants absolutely need to fix that offensive line. And for me, I'm not going to I'm not going to move off of it. Um, I, I'll just say that I understand if, if you don't go center because I want my pick of the litter. And I think that at 25, you get your pick of the litter of all the centers. I'm very, very high on John Michael Schmitz. Um, I'm warming up to Joe Tipman. Um I like Luke Wipler too, Whipler. I still can't pronounce his name right. I got to hear him say it, Whipler or Wipler. Um, he has a, that wrestling background. He's a Jersey native, Jersey stand-up. Um, and you, I like that he plays with good leverage. I like that he's feisty. I, I like that he has, you know, pretty good hands. A lot of those wrestlers do have good hands, good fight in their hands. Um, and I like that. But I want my pick of the litter, and I think the pick of the litter is John Michael Schmitz, but... I just wanted to make a quick video about all the different needs and that um, when you look at other people, 
you know, mocking certain positions to the New York Giants at 25. You can't be mad at it. You can't be mad at it at all. I'm not mad at it at all because I, I can see why. I can see the arguments for a lot of different um, positions. And again, when you're, when you're picking in that first round, it's about the value in that first round. I do understand that. Um, I do understand that. And here's the thing. If, if, if you can promise me, and I know you can't, that um, Whipler or Tipman is going to be there at 57, then, you know, I would, I would probably push more for some of the, 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 the later cornerbacks as far as, you know, um, out of that top five to six cornerbacks, if we get the fifth or the sixth cornerback, um, I wouldn't be mad if, you know, if you can guarantee me the center at 57, one of those three. Um, but again, that's just my opinion. Everybody has their own opinions. And um, I just can't wait for this draft to get here, man. It's an exciting time uh, to be a New York Giants fan um, coming off of a, uh, a good year uh, that gives a lot of people a lot of hope going into next season. But at the end of the day, it's, it's all about proving, proving and, and uh, reproducing what we did last year and at a higher level and with better talent on the team. And if everything can come together, the New York Giants can be good, you know, for years to come. So I want to thank you guys for vibing with me. Please like, comment, and subscribe. This was just a, a, a short vibe video about the, the draft, the, the needs of the New York Giants, and the different opinions that are out there. And then nobody's being uh, nobody's wrong in their opinion. But um, again, shout out to all the Giants content creators, YouTube, Twitter, social media. Um, you guys get my respect. Um, and yeah, man, go, go Giants.